What's going on, guys? It's your boy Jordan Richards back again for another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Now, I've had some pretty interesting things going on in the past few days, past week or so. I know it's been a little while since I, since I did an episode, but this one is probably going to be one of the funnier episodes. Now, a lot of you guys know me. I'm a creative person, analytical mind, um, and I've talked about, I think, before how I don't always view myself as a leader, like a leadership type person. But over the past week or so, I have been kind of just like thrust into this position. I have to lead people. I have to manage. I have to do all these things that require me to show some semblance of leadership and more importantly, having my shit together in a lot of ways. So it's just funny because like I've been starting my new jobs and stuff and and starting to get things figured out, but I didn't really realize all the small things I'd be taking on and some of the little responsibilities I would have, making sure people do what they're supposed to, putting protocols in place, taking meetings, all these things I'm not used to doing. Like for people who don't know, I have never really worked in a formal workplace. I have worked, you know, kind of the basic retail jobs and that's fine. You know, you learn a little bit there, but then you talk about working in a more formal corporate environment. Never done that. Never even come close to that. Really the closest place I ever worked was at this company that imported essential oils, repackaged them and sold them. That's not really the same. I did some testing. That was my, I need to do something with my degree type of job. Hated it. Said, fuck it. Left. So that was that. that no, no more of that. Said, fuck you to science. No, thank you. Done. Then I worked for a very small company. Or if you're not familiar, worked for this renovation company. Learned a lot there. Kind of what ultimately pushed me to real estate. But worked there for about two and a half years. I just reported to one person, my direct boss, uh, the co-owner of the business. That was it. I was self-managed, didn't take meetings with anybody who wasn't a client, didn't have to really report to anybody other than my boss, who was just like a phone call, we'd catch up, whatever, we kind of like friends, sort of. Then, I've, you know, I got laid off from that job, then started doing my own freelance stuff, and now, oh, hired on by a big company, got to start managing people, managing YouTube channels, making sure creators know what they have to do, and I'm told... Jordan, you know, this is your project. This is your thing. This is what you're supposed to do. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, like who, whose idea was this? Who thought that me should be in, like, I should be in charge of all of these people, you know, like company of 80 plus people. I get the short list of all the top people who need to create content. And they say, Jordan, we need you to put together something for all these people. We need you to manage all of them, make sure their stuff is good. You know, this is what we're paying you for. So you got to do a good job. You got to work hard. Telling the dude who's been sitting on his ass for the past 16 months, working for himself, working when he wants, doing whatever, chilling, honestly, for the most part. Yeah, you got to manage all these people. You got to figure this out. You have to rally these troops. You got to make sure they're doing what they have to do. Put the protocols in place. Do your job properly. Take the meetings you know, update everyone who needs to be updated, keep things on track, send the emails, all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm not used to this. This is, this is new to me. Is this what I signed up for? I don't, I don't know now. Don't get me wrong. I am not like trying to shy away from this challenge. I'm super excited to be taking on all of these projects, 
But definitely, there was a part of me who, when I first, you know, started hearing about my, about my responsibilities, I was like, was this the contract that I read? Like, did I, is this kind of what happened? You know, I'm kind of scratching my head. I'm like, was this really what I signed up to do? Like, I'm not really sure. Like, it's just kind of a loose description of what I, what I was doing. And I was like, okay, you know, everything, everyone has to pull their part, right? You got to earn earn your keep you got to show your value and i understand that i talk about that every day almost every podcast i'm like most important thing that you have to do is always show your value compared to everyone else so of course i'm doing that trying to do that trying to get ahead of the game um stay on top of people making sure they're doing what they have to do all that great but definitely in the back of my head i'm like oh damn like this is this is my job like this is what i gotta do and i wasn't mentally quite ready for that yet you know like I was I felt good about what I was going to be doing I had an idea of how I was going to accomplish everything that I was asked to do but there was part of me was like eh you know am I ready for this like have I been mentally prepared enough like I thought about it but it's now it's executing it's it's doing all these things and so it's just funny you know like I I've been slowly working at it figuring out some more things learning on the job of course um, a lot of it is what I was already doing, but it's just making sure that everything is in place the way I need it to be. Do some test runs, start trial and error, practicing, refining, you know, a lot of the things I talk about already, things that I have implemented for my creative process and kind of just doing them bigger, more people, teaching them how I do my process and helping them implement it into their own process. All these things, educating people, using my expertise, my knowledge to better other people's content. For me, it's just been funny from that aspect, which is, you know, just the creative side, the managing side, um, like one part of my new job. But then on top of that, it's like my real estate side is really funny, really interesting because now I have my brokerage. I've, I've been taking meetings. I've been sending emails. They've been helping me get situated. I have to start my application, all these things. And so... I was told there was a few things I needed to get. I needed to get a criminal record check. I needed to get an HST number. And I had to do one other thing. I think I had to give them like my social social security number, whatever. And so it's funny because first of all, I got I got the criminal record check, no problem. Ordered it, blah, 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 blah. Takes five business days to get mail because heaven forbid they just scan it to me. Nah, they got to email it. Or sorry, they got to send it like legit in the mail. Whatever, who cares? That's fine. So I, I tell them, yep, that's done. I'm waiting for it though. But then they're like, oh, I got to get an HST number, which for my American friends, it's like a tax number. And, and to get that number, you have to register a business. And I'm like, a business? First of all, I am way too irresponsible to run a quote unquote business. Like that is just, no, I am not. No, like that is, that is not how this is going to work. Um, but I had to do it. So I, I had to call up my uh, family's account and I was like, Hey, I have no idea what I'm doing. Just let's just have a conversation real quick. I need to get an HST number. I don't know how to do that. I don't know what it costs. Charge me whatever you want. I will pay it immediately. Just let's just do this together. Thankfully, the dude was super nice. He explained to me the difference between a sole proprietorship and a corporation. So we talked about that. And he said, you know, if you're making X amount of dollars, you should probably incorporate. If you're not, then you're sole proprietorship. You're good. No problem. Whatever. I talked to one of my buddies. He said, just go sole prop to start. And then you can incorporate down the line if you're making more money. But either way, it's just a funny conversation because I'm just talking to this guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, 
I don't know what to do. Like, I think I understand it. I think I accidentally applied already, but I don't know if it went through because of course one night at 2 a.m. I'm like researching, yo, how do I get this number? What do you mean I got to sign up for a business? Like what the hell is all this? And I'm just like my head, my brain just kind of going crazy. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Should I call the accountant? I can't call him. It's 2 a.m. So I'm like, filling out these forms, just like, oh, let's just see what happens if I do this. And oh, let's just see what happens if I do this and do this and do this. And next thing I know, I actually signed up like and registered a business and they gave me a number, but I never wrote it down. I never did anything of that, anything of the sort to where I could like go back and, and access that information later. So when I called the accountant, he's like, yeah, it'll be this much money, whatever. I was like, fine. Like, I don't, I really don't care how much it costs. It was like 150 bucks. I'm like, whatever, like, let's just do it. So he was like, cool. Um, I just need a few things from you. I had to fill out a few forms to be represented by the, uh, by the accounting firm, blah, 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 whatever. And then he tried to like go into my account and do it. And he's like, Oh, like what's your business number? It's saying that you already have one. And I was like, uh, well, I don't know. I have, uh, I have no idea, sir. I, uh, I must've accidentally like di- figured this out. So long story short, I actually did. Like I said, I did actually get a business number that I was supposed to use to then sign up for this tax account, HST account. And I didn't know what it was. So I had to then, okay, sorry, man. Like, let me call them, see what's up. So I had to call the CRA and be like, hey, you know, I did this at like 2 a.m. I have no idea what's going on. They asked me like 10,000 questions to make sure that like I am who I say I am. So I got to answer all these questions to confirm my identity and all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, this is the number. You're done. I'm like, really? Like 20 minute conversation, answer all these questions just to get this number. I get it. It's like got to be authenticated. They got to make sure it's me. But it's just like, damn, you know, why can't they even set like literally they could have just sent this number and that I successfully did this in an email. But for whatever reason, the government of Canada is like, nah, that, that, that's not how this works, sir. You have to write it down. You have to keep track of it. Like that's, I don't know. I, Cause I tried, like I tried to sign in to access it and I couldn't find anything because the very first screen is like, well, input your, your business number. And I'm like, they didn't send me an email. Like they didn't give me anything. I'm supposed to like screenshot it or write it down somewhere. And of course I did not do that. So I was just like, shit out of luck. But yeah, so it was just, it was funny because all these things are things that I need to do in order to like further my career and all this stuff, managing people and starting a business and understanding what it means to have a business, how things operate differently. And I literally do not know anything about any of this at all. Like nada, zero. And knowing me, like I can be super organized about certain things, but this is not one of them. I had to like call all these people and then even still I had to get on the phone with the U.S. tax tax accountant that my regular accountant referred me to because I have to deal with some U.S. tax stuff as well to where then it's like, okay, asking more questions. She's asking me, oh, well, are you going to do this and that or whatever? And it's like, well, I have no idea. I just know that I'm working for a U.S. company. I'm going to be paid, but they're talking about I may need certain things. And she's like, well, do you need a social social security number? I'm like, I don't know. Do you need a tax number? I'm like, I think so. And it's just, it is literally like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. I'm so used to just, okay, Jordan, you're employed. Here's your, here's your number. 
like fill out this form let us know where you live your address your bank information done we'll do the rest and i'm here like calling two different accountants speaking to representatives at my brokerage filling out all these forms representation forms making sure that everything is in line just for me to like even try to get started to doing some of this stuff and the funniest part about it all is after all this stuff I was kind of waiting last minute for my criminal record check. So the brokerage sent in my application for real estate to be fully licensed and all that on Friday. But then on Monday, my criminal record check came in because I was waiting for that. So I had to drive. I drove 45 minutes. It was like 40 minutes to the brokerage because I have to go to the official brokerage, right? There's like, you know, subsidiary offices, blah, blah, whatever. But I have to go drop it off at the main office, which is a little bit further away than the one I'd be working out of. No problem. Big, no big deal. I had to go meet a few people, you know, see, see my way around. I picked up a few things while I was there, blah, blah, whatever. I go there. They say, oh, Jordan, do you want a photocopy of it? Nah, don't need that. I'm good. Like whatever. And then I get an email from someone at the red, at like the registration board who's reviewed my application and they're like, yeah, so do you have your criminal record check? And I was like, of course not. Why would I take the photocopy that they offered me? That'd be stupid. Um, so no, I don't. And then she, as well, she was like, do you have your criminal record and judicial matters check? And in my head, I'm like, I know there was two different checks. There's a regular criminal record check and there's a criminal record and judicial matters check. Nobody told me which one I needed. No one did. No one said you need this specific one. I took my criminal record check to the brokerage where they looked at it and they were like, okay, this, I mean, they didn't really say anything. They just looked at it. They photocopied it. They mailed it. That was it. No one said this is the wrong check. No one said anything. So I kind of just wasted like two or three days. I guess it was more like three days because I had the wrong criminal record check. And so I get this email saying, oh, yeah, by the way, this isn't the right check. You need to get the, the other one, the criminal record and judicial matters check to make sure I have no judgments against me or something. Apparently, my word isn't good enough for these people. They need some official documents, some official, you know, information saying, yeah, Jordan, you're clean. You're not like have a pending case or anything, whatever. So. It was like, you know, again, I, I figured this was going to happen. So actually, before I got that email the night before, I was like, you know what? It's only 30 bucks. I can try and get a day ahead of this. So I ordered it at like 11 o'clock the night before I received the email saying I needed it because I figured it was coming anyways. Uh, so now I have to wait for that to come in. And then I have to send that, I think, to this woman who emailed me and actually mail the official copy to the licensing board so they can see the real one, not just the scanned version I send them. And then maybe one day I will be a licensed realtor. So it's been a bit of a busy couple of weeks for me trying to get all these things in order. Like the past couple of weeks were contracts and dealing with all of that from the real estate side and um, from the other side with like FTN and stuff. But now it's starting my new job and figuring out how I'm going to manage all of these personalities, people, organizing my side of the business, my, you know, wing of the company project, whatever you want to call it. And then as well, getting situated with real estate and trying to figure out how it is I'm going to fit in. I need to start talking to some of my contacts to figure out my place within the, the organization because I do, 
I am going to be working for a team. So the team will have its own kind of set of clients. Maybe I'll take some of the, the leases or whatever, you know, the shitty work that no one wants to do and start there to kind of build up clientele and do a few different things. But I can't do that until I'm licensed. So it's kind of like I'm just waiting around right now trying to figure out what it is I'm doing. But I am working on the new show, Wake Up With Ray G. That'll be launching, I believe, on the 11th. Uh, so there's plenty of things to do in, in that regard and producing and all the stuff for that. But for me, it's just like, bro, when I talk about trying to get organized for everything that I have being thrown at me, it's it's a, it's crazy. Like, I don't even know how to describe it all because there's just so many things. Like, it, it seems like every day something new gets thrown at me that I'm just so not used to having this this many balls in the air is the best way to put it. Like, I'm juggling all these things right now and... It just makes me laugh because I know myself and I know that I'm very hot or cold. Like, I don't know if I've ever told this story kind of on the podcast, but in university, uh, my best years were actually when I was the busiest, which for some people, it makes perfect sense. Some people, they don't really comprehend that to the fullest. But like when you're so busy that you don't have the time to not be focused, not be working, it, it does add a different element of focus to everything that you do forces you to be focused on everything that you do. And that's kind of the point I'm getting at now where it's like, I'm just, eventually I'm not going to have time to not be locked in and be focused and be on the ball with everything that I do to the point where, you know, now I'm kind of in between, like sometimes I do have some time, but a lot of times I'm like thinking about the next thing or, or trying to prepare for the next moment in time. Like I have a cascade of events in my head that have to occur And as I start to knock some of them off my list, I'm focused on what's coming after that and coming after that and coming after that. So there is a lot of little things that I have to do. And I'm just like making a bigger and bigger checklist. But it's funny as that checklist and I, sorry, as I start to check some of these things off, I feel like there is still more and more things that I'm adding to the bottom of the checklist that I keep going through. And so it's just interesting for me to kind of see this changing of the guards where you know, June, I was living my best life. I knew there was some good things on the horizon. I knew that I was going to probably start real estate very soon. But for me, really, I was just hanging out, enjoying the moment and realizing that I was only going to have so much longer to just chill and relax. So now, like I said, it's just about organizing it all and figuring out what it is that I have to do and 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 most importantly for me is not overcommitting to the things that I have to do like I'm I will get asked to do certain things here or there but because my schedule and and what I'm doing is so in flux right now I have to take the time to really just not say no to everything but figure out how it is I'm going to fit these additional things into my life and into just like my everyday routine because I don't want to commit to someone for, you know, a few different things here or there just to find out in two weeks I'm super busy and I'm running down leads for real estate and I'm producing a show every single morning. Like there's just a lot of things that are going to be changing in my life for the next couple of weeks. And if anything, this podcast tells you that I am learning a lot, growing a lot, trying to figure out a lot and really just trying to do my best when it comes to learning and not trying to do everything all at once because when you try and do stuff like that, it's just, it doesn't always work out and I don't want to be operating that way. So in a lot of ways for me, it's just about trying to figure out the best way to maximize my time, to be the most effective for the people that are relying on me, that I'm working for. 
and just really doing a good job. Like it was overwhelming at first to really see all of these things around my footsteps. Like I, like I talked about, I was like dumbfounded that someone said to me like, Hey, we want you to run all this. Like, this is your thing. Like you're calling the shots. We want you to take charge. And I'm almost laughing to myself. Like what? Like, are you serious? Um, but you know, when I sit down and think about it, I'm like, yeah, like I am the person for this job. Like you're right. It just at the time. And when it all unfolds, you don't feel that way. But as you grow into it, you learn, you practice, you prepare, you start to realize that, yes, I am the person for this, whether for me, it's real estate, whether it's managing people, whether it's maximizing talent, SEO, whatever, video, photos. It's just about believing in yourself and practicing everything that you do to the highest degree as much as you can, preparing so, so much because you need to be ready for that moment. And I've talked about this on the podcast a lot, and I think this is a great time to reemphasize that. For so long, I was preparing myself mentally for this moment, for the time when I knew that I would no longer have the free time that I had. I did enjoy the time that I had and the time that I spent really just not doing a whole lot and learning and podcasting and making videos and having fun. Um, But now that time is over and it's time to execute and really make up for all the lost time I, I spent learning and basically double that, you know, put it into two things and and really try and maximize all that time I spent learning to grow and figure out and build my skills to now implement that in a way that can take me so much further than even I ever imagined from the very beginning. And so for me, that's that's where I'm at right now mentally, just trying to get everything in place, laser focused, every day trying to be better and and help everyone around me who's relying on me to grow and learn and and put out the best product possible because there are people counting on me. There are people relying on me. And like I've said, I think in the last episode, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the business to let any of these people down. They trusted me. They hired me. They, they believed in me from the very beginning. And it's time for me to pay them back for all of the love they showed me. And so with that being said, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. If you do like this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, follow, rate, review, whatever it is that you want to do. That would be awesome. If you want to share with someone, that'd be cool. I wanted to share this story because I thought it was funny and I and I hope that I can do more like story time things like this where it's just thinking back to these moments in time where I felt maybe overwhelmed or unsure or whatever and just, you know, coming back to how did I get here? <laughs> I never saw this coming, but not focusing on that and just focus, focusing on what's ahead and what's to come. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is The Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.